brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, suds. It's time for more suds. Hey everyone, and welcome to another sud segment where every good story starts with a beer and ends with a belch. Sure about that, Dave. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> On, On the moon, baby. Yeah. <laughs> this is good old gal Juliana, and joining me today for another special edition are my co-hosts, good old boy Dave. Hey, everybody. And good old boy Mike. Um, what part of this is special besides Dave? <laughs> 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 Starting early, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Early, often. You know, it's all about timing and balance, Dave. Yeah, exactly. Um, and good old boy Kendall. It's a pleasure to be here, as always. Yay. Kendall and his wife, June, or June Bug, as some of her friends call her, do a beer blog that we'll find out more about later in the show. <laughs> That's what we call a dramatic pause. A dramatic pause? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, today's show is a brewery takeover. We're going to be talking about one of our favorite breweries today, which is Trinity Brewing in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Yay! Juliana and I discovered Trinity in 2014 when we went to Colorado for the Great American Beer Festival. We were going to Colorado Springs to visit the Garden of the Gods at Pikes Peak, and I found Trinity uh, by sheer dumb luck. Can you believe that? Actually, that's the most unbelievable thing I've heard today. You wrote that down right there in front of me, Dave. You said, actually, that's the most believable thing I've heard today. Not unbelievable. Anyway. This is our third episode of the day, folks. Yeah, so well. Give us a little slack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fairly certain that was an insult, but uh, since this is Trinity Day, I'm going to let it pass. Anyway, Trinity Brewing Company is the brainchild of Jason Yester, a.k.a. Saison Man. Dude. Saison What? You just gave away Saison Man's secret identity. Saison Dave, look. I know you think he has super brewing powers or some sort of Saison yeast whispering capabilities, but he is not a superhero. If he's not a superhero, why would he call himself Saison Man? Maybe because he's really, really into Saisons. In fact, his Twitter profile says, I love Saisons more than anyone. Well, if he's not a superhero, then why does he have his own theme song? Here I come to save the... Here. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, look, you just splice like, that stuff together. It's like bad blending on the fly. And you did kind of a crappy job at it too, okay? That just, was flawless. Oh, yeah, flawless. In your mind or, or in reality, okay? In the context of how this episode has started, that was flawless. There are some things you can't fix in post. That's it, baby. You're right there. Wow. 
Okay. Dave, just tell us what Trinity <laughs> beers we're going to be drinking today. Fine, but just so you know, you're now my arch nemesis. Cool. Here's today's line. <laughs> you're all a superhero, Dave. All three of you are my arch nemesis. <laughs> Can I wear a cape? This is... <laughs> I like glitter and nail polish. <laughs> what can I be? That doesn't make you a superhero. Oh, I can tell you that. well. Uh, wow. Okay. So here's today's lineup. Uh, passion Swing. That goes with Mike's glitter and nail polish. Oh, yes, it uh, does. You, can, you never even call me by my name. Mm-mm. Super Juice <laughs> Solution. Uh, Mr. Saison. Here I come to save the day. Emma's pumpkin, not Emma's melons, and uh, TPS report. Ah, <sighs> okay, that was pleasant. Um, good old boy Mike, why don't you be a hero <laughs> and read today's suds ratings for us? Pretty please. We please, fixed please. the glitch, so he won't be receiving a paycheck anymore. So it'll just work itself out. We will be tasting and discussing these beers along with other wide-ranging side <laughs> topics <laughs> we'll be using our suds rating plus our signature belching sounds as well as other bodily noises coming from dave here are those ratings now please stand by number one that sucks give me anything but a banquet beer number two was that a belch number three ah what a relief Number four, a buddy should really not make that sound. And number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Well, Dave, let's get started, Mr. Superhero. (laughs) No, it says right there, thanks, Mike. Oh. See, yeah, <laughs> stay yeah, the script. I, I just, yeah, see, right there in big gold letters. <laughs> thanks, Mike. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> thanks, Mike. Okay, all that right. was great. Okay, Dave, let's get started. Okay, well, the first beer that we're going to talk about today is uh, Passion Swing. Right. It is 4.1% ABV, and it is aged on guava fruit, and passion fruit, and red grape fruit. Um, yes, passion swing. So, my notes on this were funky and sweet. No, literally, that's all I, all I wrote, and I can't talk with my mouth full of passion swing. Even though I tried. So um, swallow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's asking you to swallow on demand, Dave. It happens. It's not the yeah, first time. That's right. I was young and I needed the money. It's a family-friendly beer show, everyone. <laughs> I don't think this is friendly to anyone. Please this is do not, not even a host Please do not change the channel yet. We got at least six and a half more minutes before it gets really good. It's got to get better than this, everybody. It, Just remember you, that. You, I, I believe you have my stapler. I think the um, passion fruit and the guava play very well together. Guava fruit is a very distinct flavor, and it comes out very well in this beer. Um, I think it's very good. I wish that the bottle had not erupted uh, in the sink 
and that I got to try a larger sample, uh, or I would have more to say. But I do think it's a very good beer, and I gave this a four. Good old boy, Mike. Thoughts? Well, uh, the entire flight of what we had, I actually tasted all of these pretty much blind. The only beer that I had had previously where I like knew the name and I remembered the beer was the TBS Report. <clears throat> I actually have tasted quite a few of these actually at the Trinity Brewing Tap House. But I must say that with uh, the passage of time, um, I'd really not remembered a lot of these beers. So uh, a lot of my tasting notes are aligned towards what was I tasting in the glass. So I have no idea what the description was. You know, so we're going through these. The Passion Swing... Um, a very brief notes, you know, on this. I just wrote down that it was bitter, kind of a subtle sweetness. Um, my such rating was a three. Good old boy, Kendall. I got the bitterness that good old boy Mike talked about, but I really think that that really offsets the flavors from the guava and the passion fruit nicely. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the beer. And is this a variant on the Red Swing Line beer that they do? Yep. So they just take the Red Swing line, which is an American Pale Ale, and age it on uh, some fruit, barrel-aged. Delicious. I really like the beer. Um, It was flavorful. Really, um, it's interesting when you get the the, the, kind of that hop character, the bitterness playing with the fruits that aren't coming. You know, sometimes you can get even a passion fruit flavor from some of the the Mm. New World hops. Yeah, right. But this works really well together. Uh I wish we had more of it. Me but, too. Uh, Bigger bottles, Saison, man. Bigger bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm giving it a four. Hmm. Uh, uh, so adding fruit to an American IPA. Wow. What a novel concept. <laughs> it works, people. 42 different versions that they've put out from Ballast Point. <laughs> they've right. exhausted the entire lexicon they're of gonna, fruits. They're going to run out of fruit soon. <laughs> oh, hell, they had to go into peppers. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, I, like everyone else, really enjoyed this beer. And the the guava and the passion fruit were kind of um, muddled together for me, but I got the grapefruit at the end, and it was it, it was really nice. It Like, that tarty finish just kind of rounded the whole thing out, if that tarty. makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, it was tarty. Did it show up late? It did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little late to the party, yes. Um, anyways, I really enjoyed this, and I gave this a four. Uh, so we're going to have to add tarty to the entire lexicon now. Tarty. Tarty. T-A-R-T-Y. Yes. Is that, uh, so that's how we're going to spell it? Yeah. That's how it is I want to make sure we get it right on the t-shirt. How would you spell it? I don't know. However, Juliana wanted it to be used. Tarty. Yep. Tarty. Mm. Yep. Tarty. I understand. <coughs> I understand how twisted this entire conversation is uh, becoming. So we're getting T-shirts. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, uh, that's that's all that Kendall heard out of the entire conversation. <laughs> Whoa, free T-shirt out of this. Free clothes. Wow. I need something you, to wear to work. Would you wear a tardy we uh, T-shirt to work? Absolutely. Oh. Would it be late? <laughs> I might be. <laughs> to be continued after this break. And crashing surf, you're a 
incandescent tubes reflecting by the light of a rising glowing moon. Seashore mesmerizing, night breeze hypnotizing. We've come across these back roads none too soon. Look to the left, to the right. Keep your eyes on the road, my darling. Wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows. My hand is yours forever, sweet love. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We are doing a Trinity Brewing Company takeover today. Next up, we're going to be talking about... I thought about it was t-shirts with Kendall. (laughs) I love a good t-shirt. T-shirts with Kendall will go well, too. That would be a good... That would be like a good side Good episode. Yeah. 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 T-shirts. Might be a little difficult to bring it to radio, but... I'm up to the challenge. Is there beer? Show You can describe the t-shirt somewhere. Is there beer involved? (laughs) So... Most of them are beer t-shirts. Today, Kendall is wearing a... Tight fitting, <laughs> slightly faded. Chattaburga, y'all. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's reel this one back in. Um, so, the next beer on our list of Trinity beers is You Never Even Call Me By My Name. A great David Allen Coe mm-hmm. song. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a Black Saison Royale. Huh. Whoa. Does and that this, mean it comes with cheese? Ooh. Can I throw my pinky I think up? the cheese is extra. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, you will be surprised to know that this puppy is a whopping 12.2% ABV. Wow. Good night, everybody. it is brewed with... I'm serving it proper. <laughs> is brewed with sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla? Sassafras. Sassafras. Coriander. I am that didn't sound funny. <laughs> Hibiscus. And cumin. Oh my gosh! Wow! I got God absolutely damn, nothing. It would I, when you hear what I wrote down, you'll go, "Yeah, you're like zero for twenty, Mike." I can't believe you couldn't nail one of those out of there. Anyway, okay, that's, you um, can't tell your sassafras from your elbow. Oh my goodness! <laughs> this is going to be so funny. <laughs> so, good old boy Dave, what'd you think of this? Well, I totally knew that it had. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I knew none of that, uh, which I'm used to. But it is a very uh, unique blend of flavors, and it's actually quite pleasing to me. This is not the kind of beer, not to mention the fact it's, would you say, 1,200% ABV? Yes, 1,202. Yeah. Um, 32 ingredients. Not to, not to mention the fact that it's a 12% beer, but just it's a very heavy very kind of complex uh, flavor very kind of spice forward so that you couldn't really or at least I couldn't drink a lot of this all the time but this would be a good beer I think for like an after dinner beer or something after a big meal to just kind of put you over the edge send you on your way to bed good night you know lights out Um, I would definitely give this one a three Go by Mike. I'm waiting with beaded breath. But you don't have to call me darling. 
darling You never even call me by my name uh, I actually wrote down Hold, hold Your Horses, Grape Bitterness Skins. So it was almost like the skins of a grape. Um, I really felt like that was kind of more the bitterness, you know, that was kind of uh, presenting itself in this. Um, I thought it was kind of creamy um, overall. And I actually thought it had a bit of some cocoa nibs in it. Wow. Um, so I can see that. There yeah. you go. <clears throat> uh, and so how many of those ingredients did I get correct? Zero. Zero, that's right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I got absolutely none of those correct. Um, nice overall, try, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought it was a really interesting beer. Uh, I actually like the overall flavor profile. My Sedge rating for this is a four. Good old boy, Kendall, what'd you think? Definitely not a after uh, lawn mowing beer <laughs> or what they commonly call lawnmower beer yeah, yeah. um but so a winter like post dinner beer a wintertime beer yeah yeah this is i thought it was very nice i i thought it was a little roasty had a nice sweetness yeah i didn't know what it was supposed to be but it reminded me of some baltic porters i've had that are very big and flavorful and just a little bit of roast and I didn't really know what it was, but I enjoyed the flavors, and that's why I gave it a four. Hmm. Nice. Good old gal, Juliana. I loved this beer. I loved it for a few reasons. First of all, because it's so different from anything that Saison Men otherwise wakes. Very much so. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, not, um, it's not bready. It's not sour. It's... Easy drinking. It is definitely what I would consider a dessert beer because um, there is this like great sweetness to it, mm. and I get a lot of sarsaparilla um, in it because it, it reminds me of the sarsaparilla soda that I used to have as a kid. Um, like, because I'm from that neck of the woods where we had sarsaparilla, we had birch, we had white birch and black birch beer, and all of these. Was it like segregated or something? <laughs> no. Oh. No, this is a neutral state. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. That's very progressive. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Sarsaparilla. Yes. Anyways, um, but a really nice sweetness on the end too, and it just and it kind of lingered, um, kind of like molassesy ishness. Um, oh, that's a good one. Molassesy. <laughs> That'll make a good T-shirt. You even say that molassesy ishness. Yes. Okay, say that ten times. Anyways, I'm giving this one a four as well. <laughs> I can't even count the friggin' syllables. Never let. I never think listen. the one spice out of that whole blend, it's the coriander, is the thing that's very pronounced. Um, hmm. You know, the sassafras um, is the thing that's kind of bringing around a lot of the bittering agent. You know, mm-hmm. in that. I mean, now that I'm actually able to read all the ingredients, it's a little easier for me to kind of de- deconstruct what was going on. Even though I didn't know jack squat, and I thought it tasted like grape skin. So, so you feel your hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> it's something in my hind end, but uh, you know. Anyway. Wow. Wow. Next okay. beer. Next up for bids super is the super up. Up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's the Super Juice Solution Super IPA. It is super. Um, It is. It is only 4.1%. Wow. That's amazing. I know. That I was really impressed by. And it is soured with our good old friend Lactobacillus. 
and it has a touch of coriander, but no fruits were used or damaged in this what? recipe. What? No way. Got some lacto in your back dough? <laughs> huh. Good old boy Dave. Start it off. Hang on, folks. we got to cut Dave off. <laughs> <laughs> so no fruit was used. That's crazy. Huh. That tricky bastard. How many of us believe that? None of us. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's just the magic yeah, of the magic uh, geez, fermentation, man. I guess. Wow. Okay. Well, the fact that it's this flavorful. As a believer. And um, and this delicious and is a four point one percent, and B, he didn't have to go and rely on you know utilizing any actual fruits in it. Um, that this beer above all may be the greatest testament to Saison Man's abilities because that's incredibly impressive. Because we were all sure that there was like some varietal of grapefruit or something that was being used in this. Absolutely. Good use of hops right yeah. there. It was it was fantastic. I was going to give it a four, but now that I know this, I'm actually going to give this beer a five. Wow, how about that? Mikey. Little boy Mike, what'd you think? So I, I have to ask, uh, so did you bring that uh, grapefruit uh, sculpting down as a point of comparison? Or you just had it here for, for I the just sake had it, it here was, for the sake of it being here. Why she do you just want had, likes to have a little <clears throat> little sculpting um, by her side. Uh, I want to just smell yeah. it. Yeah. Uh oh. He's smelling a can. Huh. So that's what fruit smells like, and this is what grapefruit that's not in smells like. <laughs> that's what the absence of fruit smells like. All right. So um, again, remember I tasted these like completely blind. Um, I wrote down. Uh, for uh, super juice, uh, grapefruit, but in a non-acidic way. Um, there was some fruit there, and I was actually trying to kind of think through. There's actually a variety of grapefruit that is doesn't have like a lot of acidic, you know, quality to it. Um, that's in that same kind of blood orange, you know, kind of variety of grapefruit. I just can't remember the name of that variety of grapefruit that had that, but yeah, um, very uh, pronounced. Uh, aroma for grapefruit in this. I cannot believe that there is not any. The way fruit it in hangs, like that flavor <laughs> hangs in your on your lips and everything after you've already drank it. Yeah, just like drinking grapefruit juice. Um, it's it is uh, it's it has a very good tang, you know, that comes off it as well. It's incredibly well balanced beer. Um, now, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. <clears throat> good old boy, Mike sipping. You know, uh, sipping I'm, and gushing. I'm uh, I'm gonna follow right along the uh, the Dave Gravy train, and uh, I'm gonna step it up and move that to a five. It's that good. <coughs> Kindle. I'm just impressed with a amount Maybe with the quality of uh, beer making uh, yeah. here. Um, pretty amazing. I'm sorry, Kindle. Fire away, bud. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm just gonna say a lot of what you guys said. It is a beautiful beer. Um, you know, when you think of Trinity, you think of sour, you think of barrel age, you think of funk, brett, all of those things. You don't think of necessarily hops. And this is a great 
testament, I think, to his ability of using hops. Because, you know, we all know there are hops out there that have great citrus and grapefruit flavors. Yeah. And somehow he's found a way to extract those flavors, maybe through some late hopping or dry hopping. And I think what's given it that character of juice is the acidity. Because the acidity is coming in as a sour beer. You take the acidity with a grapefruit flavor, boom, you got grapefruit juice. And I think it's a fantastic combination. A sour IPA is brilliant. I love that I'm with you guys. It's a five. Hmm. See, we can be on the same page. We can. (laughs) Occasionally. And then there was Juliana. Well, I got nothing else to say. I mean, it's a beautiful beer. It's the the odd thing about it is that it is not really as soury as <laughs> another new word, another new T-shirt. <laughs> Dude, is somebody writing this down? I'm trying. <laughs> no, but it's not. It's I not as soury lie. as I guess I expected it to be with the lacto. Um, you know, which really is making me wonder. Dude, what flipping hops are you using in this puppy? Because I want to make a beer just like this. I mean, this is this is really as fresh as a grapefruit can be without being in the beer. It's crazy. Um, and so, again, Reverend Mark, so quaffable too. I mean, it's just really easy going down. And it makes you want to drink more and more and more. And, you know, the fact that it's a session IPA of sorts, that blows me away, too, because there's so much flavor packed into this puppy. Five star to this one. Oh, we're going to take the rest. <clears throat> there was something wrong with this beer. What? I figured it out. Not uh, in a big enough bottle? It did not come in a three-liter bottle. <laughs> the bottle is too small. <laughs> You yeah, don't have a 15 gallon keg of it. Kendall is yeah. reaching across, grabbing yeah. the, la- the the yeah. just the final remainder of this. So I don't blame you, man. Go Kendall ahead. Is that 375 is uh, too small of a yeah, bottle. I agree. That's yeah. That sucker belongs in a magnum. Yeah. Yeah, really does. Okay. Moving on. Speaking of Saison, man, is Mr. Saison. The Saison Viel. And forgive me for not knowing how to say this right if I'm saying it wrong. So this one is kind of Vielli. Vielli. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> like Vielli sausage. Yeah, right. Right. Just like <laughs> I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mike wouldn't tell you the wrong thing. Absolutely not. Sure. <laughs> okay. Now. No way Mike would make anybody look stupid on the air. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one is 5.6% ABV. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it has amaranth grains, mustard seed, lemongrass, and rose hips that give it that slightly cherry flavor. Hmm. Anyways, good old boy Dave, take it away. Well, first off, I'm more of a rose thighs kind of guy, but, you know, rose hips are okay. Uh, Saison, man, I mean, Trinity, they use all kinds of stuff, like mustard seed, and, you know, he has beers with grains of paradise, and cucumbers and just anything you can pick up off the ground or pull off a bush he's gonna figure out a way to turn it into a really good beer and um that's that's what's really cool uh, about him you know maybe that's part of being out in colorado you know hey if it's green consume it um in one fashion or another but uh this uh this beer is 
very opposite of Super Juice Solution in the fact that it's, it's very sweet to me. But it's absolutely quite delicious. It's got a little bit of funkiness. Um, a little barn, barn house to it, as we say on the show. <laughs> Thanks to my lovely counterpart over there. Um, but I, I, a little bready. I find it to be a very refreshing, nice, easy drinking beer, and I would definitely give this one a four. Cool. Go to boy, Mike. For uh, Mr. Saison, Saison VL, E. <laughs> VLE. Um, yeah, so I wrote down uh, just a really solid beer, uh, very creamy. Um, even as we're sitting here, we've had these sitting in the glass for at least a half hour. Still has a bit of some head to it, you know, on all of our uh, glasses. Um, I thought it was kind of malty. Uh, I like Dave's, you know, choice of using Barnhousey effectively. <clears throat> uh, but I, I thought it had just kind of a bit of a good malt back backbone. I didn't know this was a Saison. I mean, seriously, all I had was Miss S you know, Mr. S on my glass, and I didn't know what this was, so I actually wrote down Saison, so that's good. Score Yay! one for you. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> there are no grape skins in this, uh, so <laughs> I just thought it was a really good solid beer. My sedge rating for this is four. Excuse you, Dave. What? I know that was the that was the thing. No, it was uh-huh, not the yeah. thing. Good old boy, Kendall. I'm not sure. I'm and come to the same party. <laughs> Do you need a t-shirt? <laughs> it's a Saison. It's got a nice funk. There's a little peppery character there. But as far as Saisons goes, I didn't think it was anything special. It's a good, solid Saison, but nothing unique enough to really capture my attention. I could drink it um, just fine, but uh, to me it was just a three. Hmm. I can live with that. It's yeah. a good. It's a good blank canvas. That's yeah. for sure. Nothing wrong. Yeah, with I that. think they could do a lot with it. But it's and it's has. a saison. Yeah, yeah. You know, this was barnhouse cream to me. Is that a thing? <laughs> That's a band from the seventies, isn't it? Agree. That sounds like a song in the making. I gotta have more cowboys. <laughs> Guess what? I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. <laughs> that was kind of wimpy. Um, Dave? <laughs> All right. Um, anyways, I really like this beer, though. I like... Yeah, I know. I say that all the time. Um, but it was creamy. It was creamy barnhouse. Like there was a bit of funk, but it was a creamy funk, and it kind of reminded me of like a a barnhouse lemon cream, if that makes any sense. <laughs> I get that. I can see it. Yeah. Um, I gave this a four. Hmm. Gave it a four. Barnhouse lemon cream. That sounds like a pie. Might be pretty good. Um, we should work on that. Yeah, yeah. Cream. Well, I wonder if Jason uh, created this version in some experimentation while kind of working with, you know, his base yeast. Maybe. I wonder if that's how you know this this beer basically came around. Yeah, that he was just uh, this was going through a, another um, iteration of some of the yeast that he uses in a lot of the saisons. 
That makes a lot of sense. To be continued after this brief interlude. As the world wind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. Look to the left, to the right, keep your eyes on the road, my darling, wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows, my hand is yours. Welcome back, ladies and gents, as we talk about Trinity Brewing Company. Sucker, you came back. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, some of us are really glad that you did come back. Some of us are indifferent. Okay. Um, A lot of things, but indifferent is not one of them. I won't say which is which. Wow. Okay. The next beer that we are going to talk about is... Wait, hold on. Before we talk about beers, all right, so we've established that Saison Man is the head brewer and the owner at Trinity, right? So, Saison Man. Let's talk about that for a second. That's a badass name, right? So, think about superhero names, but then think about beer styles. So, like, if you were a stout boy... Or, um, I could go with that name. Well, it, it fits, <laughs> but it's not really, you know, like you don't get a lot of street cred off a of stout boy. I mean, you could be Saison Man's sidekick, you know, that's kind of a sidekick name, but he's kind of cornered the market on it a little bit, you know, as far as cool beer superhero names, right? Uh, what about the Incredible Porter? <laughs> Sounds like a guy who works on a train. <laughs> really well. <laughs> really, really well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... This is the thing that uh, vast uh, marketing meetings uh, sound like at breweries with lots of beer. After lots of beer. Uh, usually before, during, and after. Yeah. Let's name a series of beers after superheroes. Sure. Yes. And questionable ingredients. Hmm... <laughs> Dirty blonde. <clears throat> what do you think we should call a cactus flower beer? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I don't know where you would go with that. I don't know. I mean, what do you call a pale ale? What's a superhero for a pale ale? Um, hmm. You know? I don't know. Or an IPA. Well, that's my thing. Is, is like, it super juicy? <laughs> <laughs> Something is super. But that, that's the thing. It's like Saison, man. He kind of he got it. What else are you going to get? Well, you that's know? why he stays on, man. Irish red, you know? <laughs> I think I want to think about my superpower as we're talking about the next beer. Yeah. Okay. All let's, right. let's go. So, next up is Emma's Pumpkin Citrul. Invisibility. Saison. And forgive me for saying that wrong. Citrul what? Citrul. Citrul. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. It is. Now, this 
pumpkin here, <laughs> pardon the French, wow. or the pun, is 9.5%. That's a big pumpkin. That wow. is a big pumpkin, yes. So this contains garam masala. What is that? Brown Something sugar. Something in a rake and bass movie. What is that? Brown sugar. <laughs> you know what brown sugar is. Listen to the Rolling Stones. That's a good superhero name. Um, <laughs> Sure. In a 70s movie. Um, torched, roasted, and caramelized sugar pumpkins. White sage, coriander, and mace. They put a mace in it? <clears throat> or they like sprayed some mace in it? That doesn't Pepper seem spray. very good. There's that. Okay. Dave, take it away. Well... As someone who's been maced a few times, <clears throat> let me tell you something. That is That's not... That's a t-shirt. <laughs> That's not pleasant. There we go. Um, I don't know what... Guata, Guatemala? Is that what you said? Garam Mas- Masala. Okay. I don't know what that is, but if that's what I'm tasting, I'll be a I test like at it. the end. You've been testing me all along, mm-hmm. Mike. There's a superpower involved. This is, um, so I usually don't like pumpkin beers, um, and that's more on principle. Uh, and it's not really be ever because of the pumpkin, because pumpkin's not like a huge flavor. It's because anytime you have a pumpkin beer, people feel like they need to throw, uh, 500 Maze. pounds of nutmeg Clove. and friggin' Nutmeg. Uh, cinnamon. Allspice. Yeah. <clears throat> It's like, hey, allspice is in a pear tree. Allspice is good, but when someone hits you in the face Thank with God. it, it's not that good. Hold on, Julie's about to bring some knowledge. Oh, yeah. Hey, God. Okay, so garam <laughs> masala is a. Was um, that like a reggae singer from like the forties? No, oh. it's a blend of ground spices that is common to North India, South India, Pakistan, and other South Asian cultures. Oh, well, that's totally why I didn't get well, it. It's no a blended wonder. spice, right? Well, th- this tastes so, exactly like that. Thing. Yeah, okay, fine. So it's a combination of black peppercorns, mace, cinnamon, cloves, brown cardamom, nutmeg, and green cardamom. Okay. But so, other well, things can be used as well. Mistletoe bomb dust. They did sneak that <laughs> nutmeg in there, didn't they? There you go. Um, the thing about this, though, is that the, the all those spices don't hit you in the face. They're they're pretty mellow and they complement the beer pretty well. And that may be because this is a very big beer as far as gravity goes. So um, I'm still not a huge pumpkin beer fan, but uh, Emma has a pretty nice pumpkin, so. I'm going to give this one a three. Good old boy, Mike. <clears throat> okay. Here it comes, everybody. Oh, Brace yourselves. All right, so... <laughs> he's talking with his hands, too. His hands so are up. My hands are going... He's, he's defensive. Patience. I, I do not like beers that I consider mistletoe bombs that are have all of these... You know, very holiday-laden, you know, spices that are just not in check with each other. They're just like 487, you know, 482 different beers like this in a six-week period of time. I just like my, you know, palate. Dave and I just hold hands and we go, no pumpkin beer for us. That is not going to happen, you know. Except we do not hold hands, just so everyone knows that. Well, we were skipping that one time. Uh, So... 
Well, yeah. Yeah. But I have gone on a, you know, hunt for the spice. And now I found it. It's in the spear. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm going to try to rate the beer for what it is, not whether I like it or not. How about that? Uh, again, I, I tasted this blind. I had no idea what was in this. I wrote a sweet caramel. I thought it was more of a Belgian strong. That's what I wrote down. I can see, see that. Yeah. Um, you know, I wrote down a spice bomb. Thank you. Um, and uh, clove. And uh, I just thought it was uh, full of mistletoe magic. Um, so that's what mistletoe I wrote down. Ma- that would be a good beer name, like a Christmas beer. I agree. I gave it a three. Kindle. See, I was good, sort of. Maybe I was biased. Here, you can have the rest of my sample. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Uh-oh. <Because laughs> Kindle's not going to be nice. <laughs> it was a pumpkin beer. And like Dave says, said, there's nothing wrong with pumpkins. They're a great sugar source. But when you load up a beer with spices that taste like the holidays, um, I just I don't like it. Yeah. And, and this had all of those characteristics of a pumpkin pie beer. Um, and there's rarely a pumpkin beer that I like, and yeah. mostly because they're so overspiced with you know clove and nutmeg and allspice and all that junk. And um, this is another one I just I couldn't see beyond those spices. And to me, uh, it was a two. How do I follow that? Um, okay. No, I'm not going to pass. No, I actually like this beer. Are you blending grapefruit sculpting with the Emma? No, I'm cleansing my palate. Okay, all right. Pound it. Pound it. I've been sipping grapefruit sculpting through the whole show. Go ahead, Jimmy. Okay, Saison Man, I get what you're trying to do here. And I appreciate it because it is not your typical pumpkin beer okay say what you will about pumpkin beers and i know that a lot of people do not like pumpkin i think kindle's already said what we will about okay fine all i'm saying is is that i really like it for what it is because it is different than a typical pumpkin beer excuse you whatever i'm giving this a three all right mike Superpower, what would it be? I'd like to have uh, the ability of just uh, delivering BS in any, you know, venue. You already whatsoever. got that. Right. Let's yeah, talk about there, stuff man. you that don't have. My su- that is my superpower. I'm sorry. Let's I'm talk about one here. you would like to have. <clears throat> oh, totally. Invisibility. Yeah. Yeah. I could sit in the corner and drink beer all day long. <laughs> you, okay, you <laughs> already had. wouldn't be invisible. You, can't, you already kind of have that, too. I already do that, too, right? <laughs> Let's move on. Kendall. I think it like just be super fast, like the Flash. Yeah. It's pretty so good. So even if you get into trouble, you can just get just out get of there out. before they can catch you. Yeah. You could get in and out of uh, like Kroger pretty quick, too. I don't know. Those cashiers are pretty slow. Mm. Self-checkout. Maybe, but even yeah. then. Yeah. Well, all right. Juliana? I want to be a yeast girl. Okay. Yeast. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of bad put things. put a lot of thought into that, man. I don't know. I'm not quite sure how there's that a lot of, There's a lot of ways that could go bad for I'm you, though. I'm really not sure how that happened. Well, I thought you guys would enjoy it. I don't that. know what the context of that is, but it's... No, uh, I want to I be 
one with the yeast. Because the yeast is where it's at. So you want to be like a yeast whisperer? Yeah. But yeast girl. Yeah. Hmm. That's me. All right. Dave? I would like the power to influence people and make friends. (laughs) Now, there's a book on that you could read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. All right. Moving on. Our last (laughs) but not least. There's more beer. Is our TPS report. Beer, 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 beer. Stop it. TPS report. Since I heard about you having problems with your TPS reports. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you get that memo? Well, Saison Man doesn't have a problem with his TPS reports because they're flipping good. Anyways, this is a 4.8% ABV. This is a wild Brett wit aged in French Chardonnay oak barrels with rose petals. So it's essentially flaked oats, flaked wheat, tangerine lemon zest, and a couple of other things. There you go. Hmm. Dave. <clears throat> so this beer is um, extremely citrusy, very light in body and palate, um, and it's actually very, very delicious. Um, and as it's warmed up, I've actually enjoyed it a little bit more because some of the citrus flavors are coming out a bit more to me. Um, I think it's uh it's it's really a great offering and I would love to actually be sitting at the bar at Trinity right now um just uh putting down some pints of a TPS report. So I'm going to give this one a 4. Hmm. Uh, uh, uh. Mike. So this is uh one of the Trinity beers I've had uh many different times. Um and I've had it in bottles i've had it at you know the actually at the uh, tap room itself um this particular sample we had today was the only one that we felt had kind of fallen off with time um from maybe some of the fresher examples that we've had my tasting notes i wrote down i thought it had kind of a subtle tartness it was tangy and could definitely tell the presence of a wine barrel off of this um i talked to the bobs and we both agreed that uh, my such rating is going to be a three you stole my line. Oh. You can still say it. Good old boy Kendall. It won't be cool, but you, know, you can I still love it. all the office space references coming out of this brewery. The TPS reports, the red swing line. He really needs to make a beer called the Bobs. Mm. Yeah, Maybe but, he will. Yeah, I just love the TPS report. It's... Uh, the first thing I wrote down after smelling it was kind of alcohol, and I wasn't figuring out where that was coming from. And I think that was maybe the kind of the wine characteristic out of the barrel that I was picking up because right, as it warmed right. up, I picked up some of the oakiness out of the barrel, out of those. Uh, was it Chardonnay barrels he was using for yeah. this one? Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I definitely got that. It's I got a lot of floral notes out of it. It was super easy drinking and enjoyable, and a little bit of even citrus there as it warms up. And it's a it's a four for me. This was a great go to beer for me, like great go to beer. Mm-hmm. Easy drinking. You can have it any day of the week. It's like the the beer nerds lawnmower beer. Of sorts. Ooh, 
Wow. And I almost there spilled is my an, beer. I and there it. is an empty glass right there. Yeah. Kendall's going all Incredible Hulk in here on, on these plastic cups. <laughs> but what a great citrus ending. You know what I mean? Like, the citrusiness just kind of lingers there for a minute, but... I think that's more of the wine barrel. You think that's the wine I barrel than the citrus? Don't. Okay. I think that's more... I don't think it's a component of the yeast. I think it's more of a uh, the wine barrel that's really okay. coming throughout this. Could be. The flavor is like... I, really I think so, because I'm getting a little more oak. Are you citrus. getting oak? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's, I'm just wanting more citrus and... Well, it's the, anyways. It's the drying component. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, this is a good beer for those that like wine that are afraid of beer. This is a good transition beer. There you go. I think, I anyways. Like yeah. Um, I've given it four. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Hmm. So, any last thoughts? Uh, you know, really good flight. I'm glad that we got to uh, taste such a wide variety of things from Trinity once again. Definitely worth the drive. Uh, always was. It's mm-hmm. so great that you can actually get these beers in Denver now. Uh, yeah. So, um, um, We've covered these beers on a different show where we talked about small distribution. That's changed for Trinity, and you have the ability of getting a lot of these beers. That's a good sign. Yeah, quite a bit. I still need the three liter of the uh, Super Juice, so. He needs to work on that packaging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, yeah, you're right. Overall, a great flight and um, a great collaboration. Definitely. All right. Well, great stuff, everyone. And that's going to wrap it up for today's Salt episode. You can um, listen to us and catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud and TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media, our native media host. Our if native. I can say that to me. I know, really. iTunes. Yes. Thank you iTunes and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day. Our handle on Twitter is at Sip Sud Smoke and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see that feedback as well. Hey, Kendall, why don't you tell us about your beer blog and where to find it? My wife, uh, the beautiful June, good old gal June, and I blog at beermakes3.com. Also, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I want to thank our lovely hosts for joining us today. Good old boy, Dave. Well, it's lovely to be called lovely, so have a lovely day. (laughs) No, wait. I'm the one that asked for the superpower. Yes, okay. (laughs) Not him. I already had it. Good old boy, Mike. Wow. I'm going to have to rethink my entire superpower thing. So I'm just going to say, keep on sipping, everybody. Good old boy, Kendall. It's a pleasure, as always. Drink good beer. This is good old gal, Juliana, otherwise known as Yeast Girl. No, that does not work. (laughs) Whatever. Works for me. Maybe a t-shirt. Thanks for listening, guys, and keep on chuggling. This has been a one-tan-hand production of 
Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.